Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right. Is this episode 148? This is 147. Seven. Rats. 147, Chris. Three more, John. I think. I think that was uh, that's the number. I mean, that's what the number says up at the top. We're going to go with it. We're, we're just going to go with it. Here, I'm going I'm I'm to double check. Okay, okay. What are we listening to right now, We John? are actually listening to uh, someone that we saw live this week, Chris. It was awesome. You, uh, uh, Fultron, actually, Josh Fulton, told us about uh, a show that was going on in Nashville with artist Haywire, and that's who we are listening to. It's an EDM artist. Uh, he's awesome, uh, and, and the show was amazing, dude. It, he mixed, like jazz and edm and so it like had no rules no it was like jazz with no rules and it felt so good it was it was awesome to go uh go check out that show man and it was funny because i didn't know that i was gonna go i wrapped up work like 30 minutes before i was gonna have to leave for the show or whatever and i was like ah, i think i might go to this show and i just kind of sat down on the couch and i was like eating and i was like i don't know maybe this couch is pretty comfortable maybe i'll just maybe just stick this one out like just just hang out on the couch here and uh but no i i decided to go go out there and uh with 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 you, with Fultron, and uh, it, and uh, I, it was amazing. It was a great time, dude. I was so happy I went. I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, so you should definitely check him out um, yeah. on uh, on I guess iTunes or whatever your Spotify, whatever your service of choice is. Right, and then, Amazon, uh, Google. There's, there's some SoundCloud stuff. There's some 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 songs on SoundCloud of of, uh, of his, and I, like I was just commenting to you where it's like I, I downloaded them on iTunes after the fact or whatever, bought them on iTunes, and uh, and I was like, man. SoundCloud sounds like trash sometimes. <laughs> like I don't know. It's like it just didn't translate very well. And uh, and so whenever I, I bought it on iTunes, like if you were to compare both of those, it's yeah, like one of them like SoundCloud felt very like kind of flat. As I was listening to it, I was like, eh, I don't know where this is. But then iTunes, like the quality just feels so like alive and deep. It was good. He's got a, a version of Smooth Criminal that's pretty fantastic. Oh yeah, I'll embed that the YouTube video of that. In the, uh, the show notes of this podcast, super fun, man, super fun. So, what have you been up to, John? Um, actually, not a whole heck of a lot. Like, ever, other than the gaming that you and I have done, like together, I really haven't done much. It's it's been a uh, it's been a really busy week, and it's been a very uh, even like over the weekend with the mm-hmm. with the Oscars and with that show. And then what was the other night? Oh, it was uh, the Pokemon. I, I can talk about that. the uh, The Pokemon 20th anniversary was on this past Saturday, mm-hmm. and at the end of the day, after I was kind of done done with the things I, I needed to do that day, I was like sitting down. It was like nine o'clock at night, and I'm like, man. You you emailed me earlier in the day and said Hastings, uh, a, a retailer. Uh, I get are they nationwide? I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, I think so. Like, uh, but there's a Hastings like in Murfreesboro, which is like 40 minutes away from my house. Um, and they had a sale: buy one Pokemon item, get another Pokemon item at half price. Mm. And I was like, man, should I go? Should I go? So like, I was perusing their website, and I was like, ah, they have these. They have these awesome hats. And I was like, ah, do I go? I'm really kind of tired. I was like, I, I went out last night. I'm going to go out <laughs> tomorrow night for the Oscar show. It's like, this seems like a lot. And uh, and so I just kind of like broke down. It was like at the last second where I would get there with like 15 minutes to spare, I left the house and I was like, okay, I'm going. And so I got there with 15 minutes to spare, found the hat. I, they were gracious enough to let me kind of hang out and, and decide which hat I wanted for like a couple minutes afterwards. And, uh, they, and, and to the point where like immediately whenever the, uh, I don't know if it's on a timer or if it's like, they just wanted to get out of there. Like whenever, uh, whenever it immediately hit 11 o'clock, whenever they closed, yeah, like half the lights in the place, just gone. Just, it was just like, whoa. 
whoa, it just got like 50% darker in here. And, uh, and so like I, I was up there and, and they, like I said, the, uh, the, the cashier, she was uh, generous enough to, uh, to let me kind of like decide between a couple of different hats and I got some sweet Pokemon hats. Yeah. They're pretty awesome. It was great. I'm s- I was surprised to find them though. Cause like the Pokemon section yeah. completely picked over. Oh yeah. But I went to the hat section and uh, they were there. I see. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I see. That's how you got it around it. Oh, it was crazy. Yeah, it's because because uh, I, I saw the Pokemon stuff and I was like, that can't be all the Pokemon stuff they had. And so I was like walking around. I was like, that must be all the Pokemon stuff. They had. is that a Pikachu hat? And so then I walked over and saw the Pikachu hat. And there's one that I got that is a uh, is a bunch of different awesome Pokemon. Yeah, that's my favorite one. Yeah, and uh, and it's it's super bright, super colorful. I love it. And uh, I went over to whenever we went to the Oscar party on Sunday, mm-hmm. um, which we can talk about here in a second. Whenever we do our tally to find out how what percentage you got correct mm-hmm. of your uh, of your Oscar uh, nomination uh, predictions. Or Oscar winner predictions, that's what it would be. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so we went over there, and uh, and and Kate uh, Fulton actually told me, she's like, oh, you should go talk to talk to, uh, talk to to our son, because he loves Pokemon now. So I go in there, and I go in, go in where he's watching his movie, and, and he started naming off all the Pokemon on my hat. On like the I hat? Hand, what? I handed him my hat, and he was like naming them all, and I was like, yeah, it's like, there's only a couple that I don't know, <laughs> but he knows all the names, and it's like... Uh, he, that's amazing. He didn't know, I think there's two, but you can't see them very well, and that's the thing, is like, I, I think if you could see their bodies yeah um because it's literally just like a pair of eyes and a nose <laughs> on some of them and uh on two specifically two um and those are the only two that we couldn't get so that's amazing it was a it was a fun time man it was great that's awesome you came over later that night after you bought that stuff and played gauntlet with me that's right that's right you were like hey you should come over after uh after they close and so i got i swung by donut country there in ah, murfreesboro yes. if anyone is ever in murfreesboro tennessee and it is after what time would you say like 10 o'clock at night yeah yeah, yeah. Like if it's if it's nine or ten o'clock at night, go it, to a place any called time is donut, good for country. donut Country. Well, like sometimes they don't have donuts, so like if it's if they're not out of the oven yet, uh, then they don't have it. But it's a place called Donut Country, um, and they make the donuts all night long, so you can go in three a.m. Yeah, this was a staple of our college, Chris. Yeah, it was, and uh, and get some delicious donuts. It's one of the reasons I gained a lot of weight. <laughs> uh, that and the no sleep thing. That and that no sleep Taco Bell. And no exercise. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. Um, what was it? Live, of, like what? All of the energy drink. Live wire. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. you mean energy? Oh, you're talking about uh, full throttle. That's right. Oh man, I I drink me some full throttle right now. Gosh, dude, I would not. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> energy drinks nowadays. I'm just kind of like, man, that is that is crazy. It's crazy sweet. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's, that's we just didn't we do some Red Bull on the podcast? Yeah, that was awesome. We drank we drank the Destiny Red Bull. We drank uh, that's right. Surge. That's right. On the podcast. That's right. What did we say? Lots we of need- caffeinated beverages late at night, Chris. There's there's a, there's a, a, a Batman cereal out. That's right. There's a Batman and a Superman for what? Batman versus Superman. Okay. So there's two. There's the there's the Batman box and there's the Superman box. And that's what I was saying. Uh, my comment was, um, wonder which one will sell more because Batman versus Superman. Ah, I see what they're doing. Okay, so for the Batman versus Superman show. Yeah, it's 150. You buy one. Uh, you buy the Batman. Okay. I'll buy the Superman. Okay. Okay. And we're going to eat them. Eat it on the show. On the show. That'll yes. be awesome. Yes. Just mouthful of cereal. <laughs> Gotta get some good milk though. Gotta get some cold, like cold. Oh yeah, milk. ice cold milk. Yeah, like pre pre like refrigerated we'll both, milk. We'll test both of them, and yeah. so we'll have to have four bowls. Yeah. Like have two each. We'll both taste it and say which one we like better. And two blindfolds, Chris. I mean, it doesn't need to be a blind <laughs> taste test. I'm pretty sure we'll be able to figure it out. <laughs> one of, I don't know if one of them's like dark and chocolatey and the other one's like, you know, yeah, like I think bright and I think fruity. that's kind of what it is. It's probably like blueberry is one and then yeah. like, you know, 
Yeah. Like so, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. This is the thing. I, you know, you would say normally, like, well, you're just going to like the chocolate one better. I'm pretty picky, picky about my chocolate cereal, John. Are you? See, yeah. I am I am less picky. I like all of the flavors of mm. chocolate cereal. And I, I, I do have my favorites. But yeah. the one thing I can't stand, like, I love some fruit cereals. But whenever we, I was a kid and we lived uh, in Broughton, Illinois, uh-huh. which is a town of less than 100 people. Right. Um. And at the time, even I don't probably have, I don't know if it has any less or more now. Probably is about the same. Probably yeah. is about the same. Um, but the downtown had like a this a uh, uh, general store that we go down to and get like these uh, those um, like sugar sticks. Mm-hmm. Um, but like there was, rock candy. Like no, like the uh, like the oh, like pixie the, sticks. No, no, like the hard. They look like they're the only way I can think of to describe them is like sugar cigarettes. Oh yeah, those. those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, we go down and we get those. But uh, one day, people brought fruity pebbles. Mm. Mom and dad bought fruity pebbles for us, mm-hmm. and a Sonic comic book, right? Mm-hmm. And I ate the fruity pebbles. It was a Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. I ate the fruity pebbles, and then. Literally, like thirty minutes later, I threw up the fruity pebbles. Why? I don't know. I must have been sick. I must have like had the flu or something. Like, like this. you didn't do anything. No, you just I didn't ate do the fruity pebbles. I just on ate a the Saturday fruity morning. pebbles on a Saturday morning and then threw them up. And so I can't Gross. have I can't have fruity pebbles. Like it reminds me too much <laughs> of throwing up. <laughs> they just taste terrible to me nowadays. All right, fruity Fruit Loops are good if you're gonna go fruit cereal. Sure. <laughs> Such a weird, weird I, I, story. My favorite chocolate cereal is is Cocoa Pebbles. Yes, they're amazing. I know that's the best. They're I right. actually have some at home right now. They're, oh my gosh! So I'm rocking some Golden Crisp downstairs. I love Golden Crisp too. Golden Crisp is good. Oh man, what's what's the one? Uh, the one with the frog is the mascot. Hmm? Oh, uh, well, it used to be called. I think they're just called Smacks now, but they used to be called Sugar Smacks. Sugar Smacks. Because sugar became a bad, uh, like a, a bad thing that you would have, and so like you didn't want to advertise. This is basically all sugar. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that I always loved. I don't think they make this anymore either. The Rice Krispie Treat cereal. Oh man, I think they do make it. Really? I mean, it's little. It's just Rice Krispie treats. Yeah, just like shred it up and put it in, a, in the, like you pour milk on it. Right. It's you could make this at home. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's a little bit more like like harder, compact. Like they're dried out a little bit. True. More. They're, they're, yeah, they're not as gooey. Right. But I think that's just because they sit there for for longer. Right. They're Most in a box. When, when you make your own, it, you eat them like within hours slash days of coming out of the oven. Very true. That's been made for a while. Dude, you know what the best Rice Krispie treats are? Hmm. The Walt Disney Rice Krispie treats with the, the that are shaped in the the Mickey ears and have chocolate on them. I mean, so good. Yeah, I mean the kind you can get at Disney World. Yes, the ones yes. you get at Disney World. Yes. Yeah, those are the best. I agree. Wow, that's a <laughs> quite a uh, entertainment podcast here, Chris. Yes. So uh, over the weekend, uh, yeah, we tried to play Gauntlet, tried to beat it. Finally, again, this was our, I guess, our third play session of this. Oh my gosh! Started it with Cody Moffat. Yep. We continued it on Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving, while, yeah. While everyone else was like either napping or just having random conversations, you and I. Took on hordes <laughs> of enemies. We were saving the world, Chris. We thought that you could uh, you could accumulate like lives and points and whatever, and we could yeah. upgrade stuff. Anyway, and uh, no, not at all. Not the case. Nope. Although there's some upgrades, I think I'm going to try to get. You know, the really? potion upgrade. Well, that we're getting no potions though, so that that's true. Really there's no potions all. on the last. We just level, need another Chris. person in there. Yeah. Or else we would have been able to do it. Well, I think that we came really close like three times. 
Yeah. In our hour and a half play, play session. Yeah. But like it totally just didn't just didn't materialize, Chris. Yeah. So we'll, we'll get that done soon. Uh, I bought Pokemon Yellow. Yeah. On Sunday. Yeah. And uh, yeah, started playing through that. It's pretty awesome. I like it a lot. It's super fun. Yeah. It's um. Yeah, it's a lot of fun playing that. Yeah. How, how so? Like, how does it hold up knowing like you know everything about uh, current games? How does it hold up? It holds up really well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. This is the thing, like those kinds of like sixteen eight bit games, you know, like they they really don't. Uh, most of them they they hold up really well. Like you know, classic games like that hold up. Yeah, so. it's it's whenever you get into kind of the the early three D era, like polygons and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you're just kind of like, yeah, this looks like crap. Yeah. Interestingly enough, okay, you sent me an article this week uh, talking about. Ocarina of Time. That's right. And that it's going to be dropped to a lower price point yeah. soon. They're putting it in, I, I guess there's like a tier of like Nintendo classic games that they uh, they have that are like $20, right? Yeah. And so it, it, it's a normal like retail at $40. Um, $40. And so it's going to hit this tier, I think it's like March, I'm going to have to look it up, but it's it's in the middle of March. It's this month? Yeah, it's this month. Well, I'm definitely picking that up with the and, rest of my money. And so it'll drop down to like 20 bucks uh, in the middle of this month. And so Ocarina of Time 3D on your 3DS is going to be super cheap. Nice. And I think it's just the regular price. I don't think it's like a sale or anything. No. It's just like yeah, a yeah. new regular price, yeah. which is awesome. So, yeah. That's really cool. Um, I also uh, um, played a lot of Hearthstone over the weekend. Nice. This is the thing. So getting I, back into it, getting dude. Getting back into it. You know, like I, I come and go. Like, you know, just kind of I play it really hardcore for a while. And then I just like don't play it at all. And I play it really hardcore for a while. And then I don't play it at all. And so, um, yeah, I played played uh, quite a bit of that over the weekend, both on my phone and on my Mac. Um it's a lot of fun. I basically like this is the thing. I think it honestly kind of depends on like if I'm I've been watching a lot of like election kind of like coverage and stuff like that. It's like and you can't just like sit there and stare at that all day. Like you got to be doing something else. Yeah. To, to occupy your mind, either you know like reading or doing something. So like I'll like browse the web. I'll I'll get some stuff done. I'll yeah. like edit some podcasts or something like that. But then like uh, I spend a lot of time playing Hearthstone. <laughs> Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, it's great. That's a, it seems like a, it seems like a great, great like use of the uh, of the extra time. Yeah, you know? I I uh, started um, Uncharted two, the beginning of that game. You loved uh, Uncharted one, like loved Uncharted one. Yeah, yeah, Uncharted two, like the beginning of that game is fantastic, dude. How far are you in? Oh man, uh, I think I'm into. I just started the third chapter, so I stopped after two chapters. Nice. I, because this is what happened. It was like I don't even remember what day it was, but. Um, I, it was uh, kind of late at night. Uh, Dee Dee was like, I'm going to go to bed. I'm, t- I'm super, super tired. I'm like, well, I'm in like, <sighs> I'm at the point now where like I could go like lay in bed, but probably not fall asleep for a couple hours. Oh, dude, I hate that. Like where you're just chilling there and right. just like, what am I going to do? I'm thinking about stuff. How do I shut off my mind? That's not necessarily that I'm thinking about stuff. It's just like, I'm not tired. You know, I'm not sleepy. I'm, t- I'm maybe tired, you know, like, you know, physically, like I'm, I don't want to do go running uh, a marathon or anything, yeah, you know, yeah. like I'm tired, yeah, but I'm not sleepy. Right. And so like what ends up happening is I end up laying there and just like looking at Facebook for two hours <laughs> and just like reading <laughs> random articles or researching something on Wikipedia. And I'm like, well, that's, you know, like whatever, like I'm not saying that that's not, not a good use of my time, but it's not a good use of my time. Well, <laughs> you know? But like, it's not what you want to do now. No. Yeah. I, and so I'm like, okay, I only have probably like an hour. Maybe an hour and a half. Yeah, to spend on this, um, but I'm going to uh, I'm going to play it anyway. So I uh, I busted it out, got through the first 
couple of chapters, played for like an hour and a half, like I wanted to. I was like, oh, I'm sleepy now. And then I went to bed. But man, that's awesome. So good. That's awesome. So those, like, I love games that, like, story games that have, like, distinct chapters like that where you can break them up very well. But, like, because, like, some games, like, thinking I love, like, one of. Basically, my favorite video game, Red Dead Redemption, yeah, is a game that doesn't really have like chapters, right. and it's like you just just kind of go and exist there. And I, I re, like I would play that all like I would just lose track of time. Like, yeah. you just get lost in that game. I mean, I think that's more because it's an open world and you can do whatever you want to do. Right. And like, yeah, you can fit. Like, I think there are like specific ends to the story missions. That's true. And so you know when it's over, but like even then you're like, well, I need to go back to my base. I need to save. Yeah. I need to like... All these other three things popped up. Yeah. And so, you know, I mean, that's always just like the toss up. It's like, well, what do I do now? Right. That being said, man, I just like, I have such a backlog of like, and it's mainly just since Christmas. Like, got I bought so many games around Christmas. Either with my own money from sales or like... I got them as gifts. Right. Uh, um, like, I haven't even touched some of these games. Yeah, well, we still need to do uh, the uh, Disney Infinity. I know. Just need to rock that guy, dude. When you rock Disney Infinity out, um, there's still games like from last gen that are now on uh, Xbox One that I want to play. That's Gears true. Gears of War Judgment. That's true. I, I love Gears of War. I, and I keep seeing it every single time I scroll over there and look at the digital games. So I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. I want to play this game. Yeah. So... That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's awesome. But yeah, so so two hours in is the uh, is Uncharted two better than Uncharted one? So far, yeah. Awesome, love it, dude. Just upping the ante. Upping the ante, <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> I don't know why I emphasized upping the ante. <laughs> I don't I, know. Either. I really don't either. Um, so we're gonna get into the Oscar. Uh, results i guess like yes. is that what you want to say yep. like the your results or or the results i'm going to say results. the results of all the well, oscars of course, yeah. because you you predicted all of the oscars right right, right. but uh but first the news! the news the news chris the news you have the majority of the news this week i do you don't have your your patented uh, you've patented these apparently <laughs> your patented uh sheets of paper no, I that we throw about the room as we do the news normally i didn't have time that's okay that's okay because we have a big list of, of news on our on my phone all yeah. right so chris the star wars blu-ray has a f- release date finally that's right john haha <laughs> it is march first on digital march? First, oh, you're April first. Oh, April first. Yeah, April I was about 1st. to say March. We were Not already March. at March first. No, if no, it's no. available now, I'm watching it. I know. Quitting the podcast right now. <laughs> yeah, right now. April first in on in uh, in digital format, and then April fifth in Blu-ray and DVD format. Love it, dude. Love it. Now you were saying that there was a difference between the U.S. Blu-ray di- release date and then the well, yeah it, um, the UK. Well, the, date. that's what it seems like. The original um, leak of the release date said the 18th in the mm. UK. Interesting. And so I don't know if that's still legit, but like that step was printed on like this Duracell stanchion that you stand in, in the middle of like an aisle. Interesting. And uh, why would Duracell be, uh, be advertising for the Blu-ray release of star Wars? Well, I don't know. Like that. Well, there was like a star Wars kind of like themed oh. stanchion. So like for put, Duracell put batteries, your, put your Duracell batteries in your lightsaber. Yeah, sure. I mean, just like there was, there was star Wars, everything before, you know, around Christmas time. That's true. <laughs> Why not Star Wars Duracell batteries? That's, I mean, I, that's the most power that you can get out of a Duracell battery. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's the power of the force, Chris. 
Uh-huh. Uh, yep. I don't think that's how the force works. <laughs> that's not how the force works. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, but yeah, so I'm super pumped. I'm going to uh, buy it, watch it day one. Gonna oh, be yeah. Awesome. Gonna I think, be awesome. I feel like I'm going to have, number one, I'm going to buy it as soon as possible. Yeah. Probably before work that day. Yeah. You just go to Best Buy. Well, maybe not Best Buy. Depends on like if someone has exclusive content, but if it doesn't, I'm going to go to the the store that's open, buy it. Yeah. Probably Walmart. Buy it, play it at work all day. Yeah. And then play it, maybe have a party that night and watch it. That'd be awesome. Watch yeah. it at least three times. Yeah. Yeah. It's just going to be all day. Repeat. Every day. Yeah. All day, every day, Chris. All, <laughs> all day, day, every day. <laughs> Love it. Um, so we also have some other release dates in video games, mm. Chris. No Man's Sky uh-huh. has a release date. Yes. And uh, that release date is June June 21st. Mm. Interesting. All right, let's pause here. Yeah. That that breath, that the uh, the ominous. <laughs> breathe in, slow breathe. Let's just call it. There's the slow the clap. Slow breathe. There's the slow clap. Now there's a slow breathe. <laughs> so, there's been rumors for months. Yeah, that this is going to be a VR game. This is true. They have not confirmed or denied this. That's true. There have been comments either way. Yeah, like where they've implied. Yep. There's an interview uh, with the kind of funny uh, guys today that, uh, that that he said. I, I can't answer that, but I will say this. He like, said, I will say this would be a great VR game. Right. Which that, that, that could mean nothing. That it would be a great VR I game. Mean, yes. Red Dead Redemption would be a great VR game. <laughs> would it though? Yeah. It's a third person. It doesn't matter. The first person version of GTA was pretty awesome. Okay. Okay. I, I'll, 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 I'll accept it. <laughs> yeah. I would play it. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I know you would. I, of I mean, course I would. I would. What are you talking about? So, that's not a confirmation. But, right. If it comes out on June 21st. Right. And it is a VR game. Mm-hmm. And what I've just pre-ordered is a VR game. <laughs> well, so this is my question. Like, if it if it is going to be a VR game and a console game, because it is a console game, um, and the rumor is that it's a VR game, too. Uh, I just wonder if it's, okay, so is there a VR mode in this game? Like, whenever PlayStation VR comes out and you've bought the game, do you then just activate VR mode and you're in? Or are they two completely separate SKUs? Like, one you buy for your PlayStation. Well, they better And not the be. other one you buy for your PlayStation VR. No, 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 no. Right. I mean, that's that's kind of, so you are going to eventually, like, this will be a VR game if if the rumors are true. Yeah, if the rumors are true, this is a VR game. The question is... We have this this VR event. What is it? Two weeks from now or, or a week from now? I'm gonna pull it up. I, I think it's like a almost. A, it's it's later this month. Yeah, it's. Let me see. Let is me PlayStation it. VR gonna come out June 21st as well, correlating with the launch of this game, which is widely believed to be a VR game? So yeah, so it's a week from Tuesday is the event it's on March. That would 15th. be that would be right after E3. That would be <sighs> enough time for them to have this event, hype it up. Hype it up even more at E3 and get people to buy it as soon as E3 is over. I mean, the Vive is 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 basically out now. Like, it's going to be out in, like, a week or whatever. So, I mean, that would make sense that they would want to get it out as early as possible. But like, but, like, last week, I don't see the Vive or Oculus as competitors to PlayStation VR. I guess that's true. You're right. I mean, like, there's, you know, 
the price difference, and then hopefully, hopefully there's a major price difference. Hopefully yeah. it's not as expensive as the Vive, like we went over last week. Right. You can um, listen to that podcast. Yeah, you can listen to that. We hashed all that out. Um, yeah, and this is like, a, it's a game-centered thing, yeah. whereas, you know, Vive might not be. And the, like you said, the market, like we said last week, the markets are kind of different. Well, people I mean, who have a high-end yeah. PC, right. people who have a PlayStation. And those are not the same people, right? for the most part. Right. Hmm. So... To me, it makes sense if they release it then. The, the it only does. piece of evidence we have to the contrary is the CEO of GameStop happened to make a comment. Uh, I think it was after an earnings call. I don't think it was in an earnings call, but it was sometime. Like It had something to do with an earnings call. And The events surrounding <laughs> an, an earnings call. Yeah. Uh, and he referenced the fact that they would have PlayStation VR on the shelves this fall. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that doesn't mean it's not coming it's out not before coming out the earlier. fall. Yeah, right. it just yeah. means hey, they'll be on the shelves this fall. Yeah, it's you know, like, so it could it could launch tomorrow. The leaves start falling off trees. We have VR. You yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. So maybe he was just saying from a like, uh, you know, be prepared for the holiday season. We're going to do crazy numbers because pe- people are going to buy the VR. Well, and so yeah, and so they've also kind of there's been like a survey that has said something alluded to the new next Nintendo console also being available in the uh, in the winter slash fall. So I'm going to make the call now, John. Okay. I say PlayStation VR comes out June 21st. June 21st. Did you have to remember the date? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I saw the wheels turning. <laughs> oh, gosh. I started the sentence without figuring out what the date was. June 21st, yep. 2016. 6 2016 sh- There should be a prize if I'm right. A prize? Like, am I going to give you this prize, or is like Sony going to give you this prize? Like, they're like, you were right, Chris. Here's your PlayStation I VR. Just think, I, yeah, I just think the 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 world should oh, give me man. a prize, award me a prize. So here's the question, Chris: Are you going to buy one? If if that is true, if that is true, on June 21st, are you going to have a PlayStation VR? Are you going to strap this VR helmet on your face? So we talked a lot a lot last week about the price and possible price and all this kind of stuff. And you asked me some questions earlier, so. These are the conclusions I came to. Yeah. All right. The max that I can be like, yes, I'm buying it. Yep. Like it's going to hurt Yep. my pocketbook. <laughs> and I'm not buying anything for like four months. <laughs> of course. Like extra, you know, fun yeah. stuff. Yeah. I'm going to buy food and <laughs> gasoline. You can't and, buy food. VR is uh, more important than food, Chris. <laughs> you get virtual food. Right. But is $500. Okay. So yep. that that's about... The highest that I can Ooh. go without saying, "Wait a minute, I'm going to wait and see what the reviews are, what the kind of kind of games are coming out along with this thing." Like, I that's, I have to wait. It's a lot of money, okay. Chris. I mean, that's as much as I paid for my Xbox One at that's, launch. But that's you knew. more than I paid for my P- PS4. Yeah, but like on the on the thing. Like the thing about the, those consoles are they, they have a track record. There's a massive track record with like they put True, out good but, games. I know, but that's, they're good you're proving my point. You're proving my point. And but I'm I'm saying that that's a lot of money. Five hundred bucks is a lot that's of money. That's what I'm saying. Chris. That's the top, man. That's mm-hmm. the top where I, like. And even then, I have to look like, oh gosh, do I really like? Have they convinced me? Yeah. Like I'm super convinced. Like right now, just from like I just really want to play it and put my hands on it. But like, do I want to spend five hundred dollars on it? You know, we'll see. But so that would make the bundle that's the high end. Like that would make the bundle with your PlayStation and a PlayStation VR headset eight hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, those holiday bundles are gonna get expensive fast. <laughs> so hopefully, like, hopefully it's not that much. If it's four hundred, it's like, yeah, it's still kind of like whatever. But yeah, it's a definite. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick this up. Yeah, 
And then if it's anywhere below that, say it's three hundred dollars, I'm like, dude, I'm buying three. Yeah. So say the uh, so I'm spending five hundred dollars whether I buy one, whether I buy two, three, sixteen, doesn't matter. Um, so I did want to ask one more thing. Yeah. One more quick question. Mm-hmm. If PlayStation VR doesn't come out until like fall, Black Friday, winter, that type of thing, mm-hmm. will you and and I mean, will you play the No Man's Sky before Yeah, of course. This? Okay, okay. Because it looks like a great game. It does look like a great and game. And it looks like a game that you can play for a long time. Part of me wonders that if the one of the reasons that they haven't announced that it is a PlayStation VR game yeah. is... Be, I mean, there's two reasons that this could be. If it's if it's a play, if it's definitely a PlayStation VR game, and they they don't want to say that until the event where it's like, and a PlayStation VR is going to be launching with great titles like No Man's Sky, Yay! you know. So like they're going to do that. Or if PlayStation VR isn't going to be out until the fall, hmm. they don't want to like nerf the numbers it'll do um, early on. That's that's my for point. Potentially the because adopters for who would who would only get it as a VR game or or who. Who might buy it now uh, if they go, oh, well, it's a console game. But if they say PlayStation VR coming out in November and No Man's Sky is going to be on PlayStation VR, it's definitely the people who are going to pick up PlayStation VR, they're going to wait for that game, um, I feel like. That, that's my point. Like, they're, they wouldn't do that. And, like, they're not going to, like, wait until the week before to announce that No Man's Sky is coming to PlayStation VR. Like, if, yeah. if they're going to talk about that, then you talk about it at this event, then you talk about it about at E3. So, uh, like, either they yeah. just, A, don't care, people don't buy it when it first launches, or B, PlayStation VR is coming out before or on that date. Right, right, yeah. Like, and- what if, this is their game plan, what if they pull a walk on stage at E3 and say PlayStation VR available now? I mean, that would be crazy, Chris. Three. For three ninety nine, just I think that's just wishful thinking, man. Dude, what if they do it? I, I mean, I would. It would be amazing. You and I are running out like immediately and buying it the next day. I'm down with that. We're gonna go like to the store, like not even like ordering off of Amazon. I'm not even locking my house on my way out. <laughs> well, I mean, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> too much time, Chris. You can't. It's too uh, much time. I'm lining throw it up. All caution to the wind. I'm just I'm gonna leave the front door wide open. Well, yeah. Those are my thoughts on PlayStation VR. There it is. All right, so uh, other release date news has come Ooh, out. More? Uh, yeah, more release date. Dang. Uncharted oh. has a new release date. It's been pushed yeah. back. By two weeks. By two weeks. So, yeah, no, no Uncharted 4. So it gives you a little bit, two extra weeks, no, not, Chris. Not no Uncharted 4. Well, no, not not for those two weeks. Sorry. Uncharted 4, you have you have yep. more time to finish it's not, it's, Uncharted 2, Uncharted 3. That's true. It comes out on May 10th. Of this year, yeah. I mean, I do have to finish two and three, so yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean that helps, but it's a bummer for everyone else. So, so this is the reason they gave was because uh, manufacturing demands or manufacturing wasn't going to be able to keep up with demands. That's weird. And so it, it, instead of delaying just some people's game and other people get the game, they're like, okay, we're just going to delay everything by two weeks so that everyone gets the game on day one. Probably a smart decision. Yeah, that's probably a smart decision. Yeah, I agree. Um. Other crazy game news, Chris. Mm-hmm. Last thing in crazy game news. Mm-hmm. Pokemon Sun and Moon have been announced. The next generation of Pokemon is going to be arriving later this year. I think they said late 2016 or, or, or holiday 2016. Um, usually they come out in like November. Uh, I'm super pumped about this, Chris. So give me your take 
is this going to be an NX game? Uh, no, this is a 3DS game, and like so, Pokemon as a, a franchise, they typically go for where the install base is already. So thinking about even the first game is like Pokemon Red, Blue, uh, Yellow. They came out for Game Boy, the like the regular Game Boy, uh, Red and Blue came out for regular Game Boy. And it was super late in the Game Boy's life. Like it was, they they were uh, obviously already in development on the Game Boy Advance, and so they they went where the install base was gigantic versus where they could get the best like tech and stuff like that. So they're gonna go 3DS, um, where the largest Nintendo install base is, um, because Nintendo also is a separate like Nintendo has a third uh, stake, so they have thirty percent of uh, that game of, of the Pokemon company, right? Yeah. Um, but so they only kind of they, they inform what happens there. They have a say in what happens there, but it is a separate company. So they, they kind of make their own decisions and that sort of thing, um, which is why some games like that would be great with uh, Pokemon DLC, like uh, Mario Kart, things like that. It maybe doesn't work towards uh, that game company slash the Pokemon company's uh idea of where the Pokemon franchise should go and so they don't end up in those types of games. Mm. So, but Smash Brothers makes a complete sense, but like Mario Kart doesn't really make sense for Pikachu or whoever show up there. Um, so, yeah, anyway. So that's why like they're, they're two completely separate companies and that's why they're going to go with the um, the handheld that has the biggest install base. Now, I will not say that there's not going to be a Pokemon game at the launch of the NX because there might be, but it's not going to be like a mainline standard thing unless... It's the same game as the 3DS game. Why? Why didn't they do a Pokemon Z like a, a third game like they normally? Everybody's do? wondering about that. Like all, I mean, there was the movie. Like yeah. I mean, they had a Pokemon that is in the code of uh, X and Y, but it's it hasn't was never released. Zygarde was its name, and it's like that that has never really showed up on anybody's thing. So either they either they skipped it, and it would have been this year um, because they released X and Y, then they released the Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, mm-hmm. and then nothing. Um, and then now this year, they're going to release Sun and Moon. So they basically skipped it. There's only one other time where they've skipped the third kind of updated version of the the, the initial two games. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then there's another time that they've done like direct sequels where they black and white, and then they black two and white two. Um, so like the, the, that was the other generation where they just did direct sequels. So they, like there's no really rhyme or reason. Uh, everybody kind of expected there to be a Z because the movie. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, you would think that you know the game would come before the movie because that's typically what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but no Z, just sun and moon. Interesting. Fun fact, Chris. The theory is that in this Pokemon game, you can drive a car. Because whenever they showed it, they showed like concept art of mm-hmm. the game, mm-hmm. and there's like a uh, there's like a fire truck with a Blastoise in the back of it, like a water Pokemon in the back of it, mm-hmm. and uh, and they had like other cars, like a vehicle with a Machamp in the back of oh, it, what like would be a the purpose pickup of that? truck. I have no idea. I mean, like whenever they release X and Y, you can like skate around on roller skates. Um, obviously, there's the bicycle and stuff like that too. But um, I don't know. I think it would, it would be an interesting addition. I have no idea what the purpose would be, but that's the that's one of the theories that's out there is that this will at least. Feel Feature some form of polka vehicle, mm. polka car, a polka car, yeah, yeah, a polka truck. I like it. That's <laughs> awesome. Other video game news this week: Phil Spencer made some comments uh, talking about hardware and the future of the Xbox hardware, and uh, it was pretty interesting. Um, he uh, basically compared it to a PC and uh, and is advocating. It sounds like for 
hardware that's upgradable. He said, quote, we see on other platforms, whether it be mobile or PC, that you get a continuous in innovation that you rarely see on console. Consoles lock the hardware and the software platforms together at the beginning of the generation. Then you ride the generation out for seven or so years, while other ecosystems are getting better, faster, stronger, and then you wait for the next big step function. When Q, you uh, the uh, Daft Punk song right there. Mm. <laughs> Bigger, better, faster, stronger? Yep. When you look at the console space, I believe we will see more hardware innovation in the console space than we've ever seen. You'll actually see us come out with new hardware capability during a generation, allowing the same games to run backward and forward compatible because we have a universal Windows application running on top of the universal Windows platform that allows us to focus more and more on hardware innovation without invalidating the games that run on that platform. He said that, uh, end quote, uh, he said that Xbox One owners could be offered optional hardware upgrades in the future that allows the console to keep up with emerging and competing technologies. Such a move would also suggest an end for new console launches. He uh, continued, quote, I don't know we about can, that one. Well, but... we'll talk about that in a second. He said, quote, we can effectively feel a little bit more like we see on PC where I can still look back and run my old Doom and Quake games that I used to play years ago, but I can still see the best 4K games come out and my library is always with me. Hardware innovation continues while the software innovation is able to take advantage, and I don't have to jump a generation and lose everything that I played on before. Hmm. Um, he uh, said he, he's not announcing their roadmap for hardware and wouldn't give any details. Um, That's interesting. Here's the, the rest of his reply. All right. This is kind of long. That's okay. We look at all these other ecosystems out there like mobile. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, mobile talent and PC, and we see that they have a very continuous evolution cycle in hardware. Whereas between console generations, most of the evolution is making it cheaper and potentially making it smaller, like the Xbox Slim and all that kind of stuff. Right. Uh, both are many meaningful, but don't make the games play any better. If you look at PC specifically and see the evolution that happens there, there's no reason why console can't ride that same curve. I look at the ecosystem that a console sits in, and I think that it should have the capability of more iteration on hardware capability. Sony is doing this with VR and adding VR capabilities mid-cycle to the PlayStation 4, and they are doing that by adding another box. I don't mean that as a negative, but it's not changing what the core console is about. For consoles in general, it's more important now than it's ever been because you have so many of these other platforms that are around. It used to be that when you bought your console, you were way ahead of the price performance curve by so much relative to a PC, but now PCs are inexpensive and your phones are getting more and more capable. I still think a console is the best price to performance deal that is out there, but when you look at the evolution, I'm not going to announce our roadmap for hardware, but what I wanted to say on stage for people when they see this vision of ours and question our commitment to console, I want to make sure that people see that we are, what we are doing enables us to be more committed to what consoles are about than we've ever been and innovate more consistently than we ever have. That's the key for me. Nice. So yeah, like I don't, I'm, I'm with you. I don't see like, I don't see this as like, hey, we'll never see another console launch. But what I, what I think is that or what, you know, like, I've talked to some people uh, this week about this, and it's like, what it seems like is like he's saying he would like to be able to upgrade the Xbox One. Right. So maybe instead of, he specifically referenced a slim model, mm -hmm. maybe instead of a slim model, the next model we see has upgradable hard drive, upgradable RAM, or yep. like at least slots for these things that you can swap them out. Because yeah. if you think about the box as it is, it's pretty um, it's pretty self-contained. You can't even change the hard drive in this thing without taking it all apart and voiding your warranty. Right, that's, major, major console surgery. Right, and that's different from the way that even the first Xbox 360 version operated. You could swap out your, your uh, hard drive memory space. You could... Right. 
Um, they had like those little, little cool little like box kind of memory drives you could put in the slim version of the Xbox 360. That's right. I upgraded I, mine. It was yeah. awesome. And so that's kind of what I see is like, you know, more of that kind of stuff where it's like, well, you have a frame of a box and this runs and you have, you know, like this kind of stuff, but all this stuff is swappable and it will be, I think the benefit to it is like, well, if I build a PC, I could use an AMD chip or I could use NVIDIA or I could use this, use that. Yeah. And so like as a, you know, then you have to optimize your PC to run this game and all that kind of stuff. If, if Microsoft just comes out every once in a while, like, hey, this year we're updating the uh, the the memory and the right. speed or this year we're updating the graphics processor and you just swap that out, then and there, what he's saying is that they'll make sure that it, it will still work backwards compatibility, like with your old games right. on the system, but that um, uh, moving forward, all developers will still develop for the same hardware. Now, like I guess the problem being, and we can discuss this, is you know the problem with PCs, like you can fracture your your base. Like there's just some games that your computer just can't play anymore. Yeah. I mean, like I see things all the time on developers websites for PC gaming where it'll say, click here for us to run diagnostics on your system to find out if you can play our game. And so you click on it and then it goes, Oh, you need to upgrade your X, Y, Z, you know, whatever it is. Um, it's like, everything's good except for your GPU or whatever. So, and so I wonder, um, you know what this would do to that. I do love, I love Phil Spencer, first of all. Like he is he's really awesome whenever it comes to being concerned about things that gamers are concerned concerned about. Yeah. It's always been interesting and really strange to me that whenever you have a, a console generation that it flips to the new generation and you basically take all of your old games and go, these aren't useful anymore. We'll just throw <laughs> these out. You know, it's like I haven't even turned on my 360 in probably nine months, yeah. 10 months at this point. Yeah. Um, and last time I turned it on, I literally just downloaded one of the free games on Xbox gold. Mm-hmm. Um, what games with gold, whatever it's called. Uh, and I, that was it, you know, it wasn't like I was playing on it and that, but if those games, if all of those games were just accessible, which was what they're doing with backwards compatibility. Yeah. And, uh, I, I would for sure load up those games and play them. And, and it's, it's just the idea that, Hey, these are games that gamers have purchased over the last four years. Let's make sure that they have like they have access to those. Yeah. Because digging up like thinking about our Dreamcast, right? So we had our Dreamcast. Um, if we pull that Dreamcast out of the uh, out of actually, it's hooked up downstairs. So <laughs> there you go. So if we turn on the Dreamcast and things, it's like at some point that's just gonna break. At some yeah. point, it's not gonna work. It's not gonna be able to read the disc. It's not you know at some point that's just not gonna work. But, um if Sega was still making consoles and it was, everything was backwards compatible and it was just kind of one platform where it's like, you can play your, all your old games like a PC you can, mm-hmm. then you get into the thing where, Hey, that'll just go along with you. It feels better because I have this games catalog that I know I have. I know I always have access to it and it's not just going to like disappear one day. Yeah. Um, which I really think like that in and of itself, like that idea of like you, I, they did the backwards compatibility thing and that being, you know, they're extending that moving forward. Yeah. He's saying basically moving forward, we're going to try our hardest to make sure every game that you ever purchase for your Xbox plays on whatever the next Xbox thing is. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's definitely saying that. That's one of the things he's saying. I think the other thing that he's saying, which is really cool. I think the other thing that he's saying is that he wants 
you know, rather than um, like the big complaint as we move through console generations is that developers are locked into this hardware right. for seven years and then like the rest of the world has moved on. And, you know, what is it? Every like every three years uh, p- performance power supposedly doubles or whatever right. or something like that. One and a half years. Something crazy where it's just like, OK, well, in seven years, you're <laughs> so far behind where we are right now. Technology right. that it. <sighs> It's drastically different, and it's handicapping your developers. Yeah, and so like what he's saying is, you know, like okay, moving forward, we don't want to do that anymore either. We want to be able to um, make better and better games. And uh, I like how he he uh, compared it to PlayStation VR, where they're like, okay, well, they're taking because we I think we mentioned before, like yeah. it's going to have like a processor attached to it. Like yep. you plug it in, and it's, it does its own processing. It doesn't rely solely on the power of the PlayStation Four. It, yeah. it augments it, and so like you see that kind of stuff. And I think the Connect did uh, the new Connect does the same kind of thing. Yeah, it's got a processor inside of it. Yeah, and and so it's just like uh, just being able to have that flexibility and uh, and forward think enough to say, okay, we're going to release something that's going to make our platform better, easier to develop for, we can have better game experiences. Like that is super innovative in a console space, like where this is something that we have not really seen aside from Kinect or PlayStation VR. You know, like I think, what was it? There was some console, was it the PlayStation 2 or something had a, a DVD player you could get with it. Yeah. No, it's PlayStation Three. Yeah. Because it couldn't play Blu-rays. That's what it was. Or right. it couldn't play something. Like you get some kind of like extra um piece of hardware. One of the versions, later versions, couldn't play something. Right. And then like I think we've seen a couple things like that before, but it's like Yeah, the only thing I can think of off the top of my head is the uh what is it, the N sixty four had the expandable memory slot. Like there were like a few yeah. games that they started to come out with later in the N sixty four that required it. That required it, where it was like, Oh, if you want to play this game, you gotta have the expandable memory. Yeah. And they actually, like, in Japan, they released a thing for the N64 called the 64DD. And it's a, like, it literally is a platform that you would plug, like, set on your uh, N64 on top of. And Mm -hmm. it was like a disk drive. Mm -hmm. And uh, it would enhance some games. It it was a failure over there. Like, it's it's hard to find over there. And uh, it was just exorbitantly expensive. And they never released it in the U.S. You have, like, the CirclePad Pro that that you could put your original DS game right. in or 3DS game in and yeah. and get the the second D-pad for some games that require it. I'm you know some games require special things um but never but, like a swappable part thing. Yeah, never like, like where you're, you're upgrading like where you can upgrade I mean you I I don't know what wouldn't be upgradable at that point. You know like storage, memory, graphics CPU, you know even motherboard I would think would be swappable. Yeah, I mean and I think about like what I mean, if you just had basically, if I think about the 360, you mentioned the 360, it had just, it was super easy install for a new hard drive. Like Mm -hmm. it just had an empty slot or you'd pull out an old hard drive, plug a new one in, um, or it just drops in and it like hooks in itself. You clip it shut and it's done. Yeah. And basically like, it's not like a huge process. Uh, and of course it's a proprietary kind of piece of uh, hardware, but it wasn't really expensive like the uh, memory for the um, Vita is. Mm-hmm. And it was actually like, it was really easy install. So if, if there's something like that with the with the hard drive, if, if they can do maybe a GPU and then a CPU, and like you said, even the motherboard, I mean, it's like if everything is kind of interchangeable and everything kind of just works together, I don't see any reason why it wouldn't be easy for someone to do this. And I feel like in order to innovate in the space, in the, the hardware console space, that's almost what you have to do. 
Yeah, I think it was before this console generation, there was, you know, articles that were out there saying, oh, consoles are dead and blah, blah, blah. And, and obviously that's not true because consoles are selling better than ever now. Yeah. Um, specifically, the PS4 is selling better than ever. And so like this in, in that way, this would ensure that console like the, your console, if you're bringing it more along the lines of like a PC where it's, it can constantly be kind of upgraded and that and your games will continuously play on it where you don't lose things. I don't, I just don't see any reason why that wouldn't just be parody with like a, uh, almost parody rather with a, uh, PC or something. Yeah. I I think you'll be a little bit behind and like, I think, you know, the, the, the cool thing that you mentioned, you know, like you, you said, you know, like the hard drive was a proprietary piece of hardware. Yeah. And it's like a lot of times people like view that as a bad thing. Yes, it would jack the price up a little bit just because they're the ones that supply it. Right. But what it means is is there's consistency from box to box to box that right. developers can count on. Whereas, you know, you, you put – like even the PS4, you could swap out the uh, um, the hard drive. What's to stop you from doing something dumb and putting a, a, a 54 RPM hard drive in there that's not fast enough, oh you know, gosh. that doesn't necessarily meet specifications? And, like, I know that's not their fault. That's your fault at that point. But it's like – we're not talking about computer geeks who really love to build and, and obsess over their PC builds. We're talking about like families and people who want to plug and play ga- casual gamers, even hardcore gamers. Yeah. They just want to like, they just want it to work. I mean, I just want it to work. That's why yeah. I, that's why I buy things like, I don't know. This is blasphemy. That's why I buy things like the iPhone. You know, I just want it to work, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, and that's just based on my old, Android experiences, but you know, like I just yeah. want things to work, you know. So like, I don't want to build a PC and have to like keep it up to technical standards and download all these drivers and update things. I even have to, I have to do that too much as it is with my Mac and Steam, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. and so it's just like, mm, this sounds awesome. It sounds like the best of both worlds. It sounds like it I can get the graphical and techn- technology uh, or technological parity that I want with consoles at the same time as having the the, the plug and play ease yeah. of a console. I, yeah. I, wait, I said that wrong. I want the I want to be yeah, able to right. I want to have graphical and technological parity with PCs. Right. While having the plug and play. Yeah qualities of a console yeah and i love it i mean again proprietary software i can't stress enough how easy it it was on the 360 to just swap out a hard drive it was so simple i was surprised like whenever i ordered my my big hard drive that i got for my 360 um i was like man i'm gonna have to install this hard drive and thinking about my previous experience of tearing into a a pc yeah and it's you know you know it's it's like oh i gotta make sure i'm grounded before i touch this thing and but no it was literally just like you drop it in you like like slide the the thing shut it's done and it was great so i mean if it can be something as simple as that i will be all on board do we have one more piece of of video game news uh video game news i have one more piece of like Non-video game news. I have video game news. Okay. Okay. So the uh, the next Xbox One update. That's right. Has hit. Uh, what do they call it? The pre. Uh, uh, the beta. No, the not alpha? the beta. The, the they call them the yeah the testers or something like that. The, what are they called? Your preview program. Yeah, there it is. That's what it is. It's hit the preview program and it has some pretty fantastic features in it. So we're going to run some of those down right now, John. Okay. First of all, there's going to be a. 360 game store so you yeah, can yeah. 
all the backwards compatible 360 games will show up there. You can buy them from your Xbox One. You don't have to go buy them on Xbox.com anymore or even your 360 anymore. It's amazing. You can do it straight from there. I think they're going to update the Xbox app so that you can also do it uh, by those there as well. This is what I'm most excited about, John. People have been asking for that last one, I, I will say. People have been uh, sending that in as a, a, uh, a suggestion to Xbox since the backwards compatibility came out. Yeah, and it never really made sense why you couldn't do it. That didn't make any sense at all. Like, because, They're leaving money on the table that way. Well, I mean, uh, well, what I would do, like always, is just like use the Internet Explorer. I guess it's, no, it's called Microsoft Edge now. Microsoft Edge app to go <laughs> online and buy it off of Microsoft or Xbox.com. It was just, it's just convoluted. Like, you shouldn't right. have to do that. Right. <laughs> anyway, uh, the next feature, party chat in Twitch streams. <gasps> <gasps> so that means if I'm streaming and you and I are in a party, they can now can hear both of us. If you opt in. If I, I have to opt in, though. You better opt in. I will opt in. Okay. You can hear both of us as we stream <laughs> instead I of just a in? one-sided conversation, which, like... I th- we would have streamed a lot more when we were playing Destiny. Yeah. Because, like, what was bad we do, was... Like, we would, like, do two, two-person two raids. Yeah, I mean, we did it anyway, but it was always kind of like, okay, well, I have to pay attention to the fact that I'm streaming, so I have to, like, talk to talk to the stream, but then I'm I'm really, let's like, I'm talking to John half the time anyway to communicate right. with him because this is Destiny and it's crazy. Yeah. And I want them to be able to hear him because it, otherwise I just sound like a madman. Of course. Screaming into the ether. Yeah. No! <laughs> I mean, this just this is amazing. That's what you sound like whenever you play games, Chris. At the same time, they are upping the the party to sixteen players. That's just chaos, Chris. Which means you could have sixteen people talking on your Twitch stream. So, what's <laughs> wild about the sixteen players is like in a ground war situation in Call of Duty, like you could do like a pri- like a private ground war match, mm. but you could never really put everyone from both sides into the same party, right? right. Which I don't know why you would want to do that anyway, because you want people no. like. A, you know, eight on one side, eight on the other, and then like party you yeah. know, that way. But it's like think about like Battlefront. Like right. there's so many players in like a Battlefront like large scale mm-hmm. war match, and so and also I guess with the new big team battle stuff that they're introducing in Halo, mm-hmm. they want there to be sixteen uh, people in a party too. So yeah. I mean, it's like it just it just benefits everyone. I mean, yeah, for sure, it benefits everyone for this. Um, I think they upped it. What did they they upped it kind of quietly back uh, a couple months ago, yeah. like for. Um, for was it Halo or Destiny that they upped it for? I think it was uh, Destiny. It might have been Destiny. Anyway, taking King. You know, so they uh, they upped it back then, but um, yeah, it's 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 pretty sweet that they're doing it again. Sixteen players. It's crazy, dude. Crazy. I'm excited about this uh, this Twitch streaming thing. We all love Xbox Record that. We do. Being able to record My Xbox game just clips. recorded something downstairs. I bet you. So, I heard you say it. Sometimes I wish that it would record a different amount of time. Now you can select it, John. Wait, 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 wait. What? So you could always, you could always, uh, like, go to your say Xbox Snap Game DVR mm-hmm. and select how, like, end clip now, and then you select however long. Right up now, to five minutes. But like, so you're telling me you can customize whenever you say that. Yeah. How long it has recorded? Anywhere between five minutes and fifteen seconds. Holy cow, Chris! So you can like, if you want all your clips to be always be five minutes, that's the default recording. It seems if like you want madness. all your clips to be fifteen seconds. They can be 15 seconds. That I think it seems way too it, short. It ups and like, I think it goes like 15, 30 seconds, 60 seconds, minute and a half, minute. I, th- I don't, I think it may go by 30 second increments after that, but like, so I think like a minute, anywhere in there, a minute would be like that golden zone for a lot. Of yeah. Things. Sometimes like, I don't know where the 30 seconds is going to hit. Mm-hmm. And so like, I don't know how far back it goes. And honestly, I'd, I'd rather like have the extra time and be able to go trim it mm-hmm. down than just not, than, than missing something completely. True. And then like, I get into the situation where I say, 
say it, say Xbox record that, and, yeah. it, and it doesn't actually record. We're probably making a bunch of clips. If anybody's like has their Xbox <laughs> on in the same room, we're making so many clips um, of just random stuff. Um, but uh, but anyway, like whenever I say it, sometimes like I don't know, it doesn't record immediately. Yeah. And then like I'll say it again, and I don't, it doesn't do it then. And then like on the third time, I'm like, did I even get what I wanted to get? Yeah. Like it's been like five six seconds. Did is there enough setup there? So it's like I just just having enough enough cushion to where it'll work. Um, that's usually by the third time. If it doesn't do by the third time, <laughs> that's whenever I double tap the jewel in the middle, so the X button, uh, the the Xbox button, yes, and press X, and that'll do right. it. Like immediately, it just does it. So the last feature that I'm super excited about, I don't know how many other people will be excited about is uh, instant achievements for the game that you're in available over in the main menu where like your parties are. You don't have to snap achievements anymore. Nice. You can uh, just double tap. You get your, your menu up. You scroll down. I think it's right below like friends or your party or something like that. And you can instantly see the achievements that you've unlocked and that you're working toward with progress bars like right there. Like that was the thing that I didn't like about like snapping achievements. It takes forever to load. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's loading a whole nother app over there. And I'm like, why, why does this just not exist? Yeah. Like, like the, it did in the 360 where mm-hmm. you just like bring it up and it's just like right there. And so yeah. this even looks like on their, on their tests that they showed with major Nelson on xbox.com. It. Um, came up a lot faster even than the uh, the 360s you know version. So yeah, um, well, I, well since they changed the party stuff to where it's not a separate app and it's over there on that side, it comes up way faster. Well, the than thing the, is, uh, like 360 ever did. Like I used to be like super into achievements, where like I would just like play games just for achievements, and I would just like grind stuff, you know, like just to get achievements. Your achievement score is ridiculous, Chris. Oh, I will say this. I am coming up. What was it? I'm coming up on 55,000. 50, yeah, I mean, I, I don't remember, but right. it was a ridiculous number. Let yeah. me just lay that. out I'm there. really close to because I got a lot, a lot of uh, um, Rocket League. Achievements and I, uh, I, I, uh, I'm a lot closer now. Like so, I didn't get a Rocket League achievement that I thought I earned. What? Okay. So I'm kind of disappointed. Yeah, well, no, I'm coming up on fifty thousand. So mm. you know, I'm, I'm far from the top of the leaderboards, but you know, as far as like. It's respectable, Chris. Yeah, it's respectable. And I am nowhere close to that. Like, let's just be honest. Of your friends list, you're probably in the top at least ten uh, percent. You know, it's like you're you're up there quite a bit, dude. So, for me, mm-hmm. achievements used to be such a big thing because I could easily access them mm. and I could track my progress. And now, you can go for specific ones in that way too. Like, because if it's are hard to get to, it's like you're not going to glance at it as you're loading into a game and be like, oh, I want to do this one, this one, this one. Right. Whereas, like, now if it's, if it's easy to get to, you can like. Load the thing, and while you know whatever game it is is loading up, you can look at them and go, "Okay, that's easy." Well, even switching back and forth sometimes, like it wouldn't, it wouldn't like update correctly and stuff like that, like real quickly. And so I would have unlocked them, but it wouldn't show I unlocked them and all this kind of stuff. Like I did this, you know, I went through Sunset Overdrive and almost got all of them, and uh, I'm still working toward that at some point. You should go back. I'm going to like it was. I only need like three or four or something like that, and it's just things that just take time. It's just like grinding points and stuff like that, but what you know what kept me from from doing that to every game was just how like frustrating it was to operate and snap that stupid app so, makes sense anyway for achievement hunting people like me it's oh. fantastic so one last piece of news chris yeah the uh the dc legion of superheroes funko pop collectors box yeah 
has announced what its next box is going to be. The first box, which we have pre-ordered, and, and the, the deadline is over. I got in under the uh, just right under the line of like four hours were left, <laughs> and I ordered it. It was Batman versus Superman. It includes, we don't know anything of what it includes other than yeah. it includes an armored Batman Funko Pop figure. Looks sure. awesome. Um, but anyway, so the, the next box has been announced. Yes. And we were throwing around this past, uh, was it the weekend or was it uh-huh. earlier this week? We were throwing around like what, what could possibly it could be and maybe the DC relaunch of the comics mm-hmm. and then we were like, oh, that'd be disappointing. And, and I think then, that'll be July because that's, uh, well, although like maybe Suicide Squad, when does Suicide Squad come out? I mean, Suicide Squad comes out sometimes this summer so that would make sense if it was like the next one. But anyway, so this one has been announced and it is the DC TV Universe um, box. So it would be like Arrow, uh, Flash, uh, Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirl. Mm. It's, it's it's gonna be awesome. I, pretty, I don't know what's gonna be. Awesome. In it. I really hope that it's uh, that they branch out outside of just Flash and Arrow. I hope they did like draw in the Supergirl um, show and, and get something in the box from Supergirl of yeah. Supergirl. And basically, it'll represent every single uh, kind of uh, show that they've got going on right now. It'd be cool to have like the you know how the, we, I've seen some pictures of the flying pose for Superman. Yeah. It'd be cool to have a flying pose of Supergirl. Oh my gosh, that'd be awesome. Flying pose. It'd also be cool to have like a Green Arrow variant like in the new costume because I think the version I have has right. his old costume. Right. It'd be cool to see his new costume. With or his biceps like showing. Yeah, with his biceps showing. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I agree. Like, and then the other one that I didn't know, mention the show that I didn't mention, I just realized is Gotham. Um, I mean, I, I could go I don't even know that. if they even like acknowledge that that thing exists. Uh, I mean, they, they do. They Not do. in pop figurines. Yeah. I haven't seen any. Uh, Are there think, some? I'm trying to think if there was like a couple, like I think there were some whenever uh, season one was on, I think they have cat, uh, cat woman. Well, which would be cat, cat girl at this point. She's, she's the same age as Bruce. Um, and then they had, uh, Oswald Cobblepot and, pretty sure that they had uh what the, the uh gordon so mm. i don't know i think they only had like a couple of them um mm. and but anyway yeah so i think there was like a couple of figures of of some of those but um yeah i don't know i, I they could leave that one out i'd be completely fine chris so i'm looking up the suicide squad movie release date let's see okay when this is released august 5th so that would be great that would be perfect uh, because I could say so. The next one's going to come out in uh, this is March, May. And the next one after that will come out in July. July, and that's right before August. So you think they'll like wait? T- so this is what they could do. Yeah. Um, what's the name of the DC relaunch? Oh man, I'm gonna have to find it here. Hang on. Yeah, I'll find it. Whatever it's called. So that happens in June. Can you tell we're super pumped about it? <laughs> we'll talk about that at a later time. That's the segment <laughs> that we're we're gonna have a special guest on. We're gonna talk about that. We've got that planned. Um, so that happens in June. They could do like for the July box, kind of retroactively address that with the box and do the relaunch then, and then do a Suicide Squad box after Suicide Squad launches. That's what I think they're probably gonna do. I don't because it doesn't come out in the same month, you know, so it doesn't necessarily make sense to release it like unless they just release it at the end of July so that it hits like two weeks before. So, so they could do that. They could like they could make the Suicide Squad box the July box, and it just like you receive it maybe like one or two weeks before 
the uh, the movie actually comes out. That's probably the better plan. That is the better plan. Hype up Suicide Squad. Yeah. Well, that's usually what happens. Like, we'll get the uh, Batman versus Superman box in time to wear the shirt to the to the showing, hopefully, because yeah. we do have the pre-screening tickets, uh, which we should probably talk about that a little bit, talk about when we're planning on putting up the review for that movie. Yeah, we'll talk um, about that in a second. But like, It's called DC Rebirth. Okay, so DC, that's all? That's, that's what it's called, Chris. Anyway. They're rebirthing DC uh-huh. comics. So... Whatever they did, I think the pop, the Funko Pop box for Secret Wars was in the fall, like October. Or no, it was before October. So it was in the it was last fall sometime because they had a villains box for October. And then right. I think they had Secret Wars after that. Maybe. Yeah. So maybe DC will do something like that. Maybe they'll have a a relaunch specific box. I guess so. If there's one that comes out in July, September or something like that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So our pre-screening for mm-hmm. Batman versus Superman is on March 21st. It's still the same week as our 150th episode, so it will be our 150th episode. Um, so yeah, just uh, keep be aware that will probably happen um, sometime that week. So like maybe, what do you think? Like the 20, it'll probably go up like 23rd or something like that. Like it'll go, or when do you think we'll do that? We're review? seeing it on Monday night. We're so seeing it's gonna, it on Monday It's going night. up on Tuesday, man. Late, late Monday night though. It's like going it's, up on Tuesday. Oh my gosh, Chris. That's going to be a late, late what time night. What's showing? It's 10 o'clock. Well, that's fine. Yeah, it's a, it's a, uh, it's I can see. do, I can do it's with a that. 10 PM showing. So it'll get out at midnight. That's fine. And then we'll record after that. That's fine. Okay. I'm down. I'm down, Chris. I'll just take off the next day. I'm in. <laughs> I, have, uh, I don't think I can take off the next day, but that's okay. Oh, man. Oh, uh, it's going to be an early morning. All right. Woo! Yeah, I, I, mean, I just say we get it out there as fast as we can. Okay, okay. I'm down. I'm down. So the 22nd, right. be aware that our, our Batman versus Superman um, and 150th episode will go up on uh, March 22nd. We're, we're, right. we're saying that right now. Boom. It's happening. And that's the news. Chris. Yes. We are once again listening to Haywire mm-hmm. in the background. This is awesome. Um, but... This segment onto the main segment. We are going to run down and score your predictions for the 2016 Academy Awards. This is true. So we, what we wanted to do was, uh, you wanted me to get 60%. My bet was that you would get 60% of the thing right. Well, let's not reveal it. Let's not spoil it yet, Chris. People can uh, would probably have done the math themselves at home last week. And so they probably already know this. So um, we're going to have to do the, do the rundown live in person um, and, and decide what your percentage is. It's, not decide. That's Decide is the wrong word. Your percentage is your percentage. The numbers won't lie, Chris. The numbers don't lie. The numbers don't lie. So you said, I, I will said say I this, get, I said that you would get 60 because I had a lot of confidence in you. Yeah. And you said you would get 50% correct. True. And uh, so we'll just run them down. And uh, keep track, Chris. We're going to run them down from uh, biggest to smallest. Kind of like, uh, like we uh, did when I predicted them, just so we can keep it in the same format. So right. um, we can discuss as we go along the way. Yes. Best picture. I said that it would be The Revenant. <gasps> and the winner was? Spotlight. Ah. Okay. Great movie. Yeah. Totally deserved it. Yeah. Um, it won one other award. We're just going to jump around. So, Chris, actually, I have in parentheses in my list here yeah. that you thought it might be the spotlight. You mm-hmm. you could have seen it going to The Revenant or to Spotlight. And yeah. I asked you, I said, do you want me to keep these and like we can do like you get a half a point or whatever? Mm. And uh, and you were like, no, no, no. It's all or nothing. Yeah. So oh. under the half point thing, you would have gotten a half point for this, Chris. I mean, I, I still think it's all or nothing. But yeah, I like the fact that you kept track of like, you know, 
if if I thought so, let's. I hope you did that for the whole thing because I can see if I like maybe my second guess would have been correct. I think I noted whenever it was like you were very much like, oh, I could be this other one, I could be that one, yeah. but not the ones that you either just completely didn't know and were right. guessing at, or or right. you know, were fairly sure. I think it was it was always like it was either oh, I could see it going this way or this way. So yeah. So Spotlight won Best Picture. It also won uh, Writing Original Screenplay, and that's I did have it picked for that. So it's it's a great movie. It um, it totally deserves the win. I, I was just super surprised, you know, because of the way that the night had gone for uh, Mad Max, which we'll get to, and then like just the the buzz around the Revenant was like, I thought it would win, man. So Spotlight, you you said you did have that for the writing original screenplay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 I thought you said you didn't. Just nope. I did. Ago. I did. I did. Yeah, yeah. So you got full points on that one. Oh. So we are now at one point, or if you're going by half point. Uh, you have one and a half points. Um, let's jump to uh, directing. Okay. I got that correct. Inaritu won for The Revenant. Yeah. Yep. You were dead on with that one. Yeah, dead on. Uh, also, cinematography. Chivo won for The Revenant. I got that one correct. Are you working? I'm down? writing these down. Chris. Okay. Yes. I got. I got. I got both of those. Directing and cinematography correct. Yeah. Uh, actor in a leading role. I got that correct. Heck Le- yes. Leonardo DiCaprio won his first Oscar. It was phenomenal for The Revenant. That's awesome. Yep. Actress in a leading role. I got correct. Brie Larson won for Room. She was fantastic in that movie. Everyone needs to go see it. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, it's, it's, I wouldn't recommend it to everyone. Okay, it's I, I just I kind of threw that out there yep. without thinking. Yep. But you know, it's it's got some tough subject matter. Yep. Actor in a supporting role, super surprised by. Yeah. I had picked Mark Ruffalo for Spotlight and thought it could be Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, you did or have, even Tom Hardy. Yeah, you had these asterisks by. I have those written down where it's like, okay, so Chris thought it could have been blah blah blah, but it was none of those. Nope. It was Mark Rylance for Bridge of Spies. Zero points, Chris. Super surprised by. Uh, if I was going to take someone, uh, I mean, he did a great job, but it's just like, I don't know why he won over these other guys, but that's the Academy. It's their decision, not mine. True. Actress in a supporting role I also got wrong. I said it would be Kate Winslet for Steve Jobs. Uh, it was Alicia Vikander for the, the Danish Girl. I'm really, honestly, I'm ha- really, I didn't think she'd win, but I'm happy that she won. Um, she's had a fantastic year. She yeah. uh, nominated for this Oscar. Um, she was in Ex Machina. Um, she was in um, The Man from Uncle. Which was a really fun movie um, with uh, Army Hammer and Superman. What is his name? Oh, uh, Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. Yeah. Yes, directed by Guy Ritchie. Yeah. So, I mean, that was a great movie. I mean, she just had a really, really cool year. Kind of like Domino Gleason. Yeah. Animated feature film. Inside Out. Super pumped about this one, Chris. Oh, yeah. I called that one. I still think that that should have been a Best Picture nominee. Yeah. So, full points. Full points. Full points for that one. Well, I mean, because there are no half points. Costume design. This is where we start getting into Mad Max's sweep of the Oscars. Holy cow. Can we talk about that for a sec? Yeah. Who knew, Chris? Uh, so, like, this is the thing. You know, like, as as I went th- uh, this, I mean, this is just a strategy that I took, okay? As you're looking at these things, it's not smart if you're trying to get the most correct to just bet the farm all on one movie sweeping. And it's also not necessarily smart to always guess what you would pick. Correct. For these things. Because numerous times on all of these categories that it actually won for, I think on the podcast last week you're like, oh, I really think the Mad Max should win, but it's not going to. Yeah. You know? So this is the first one that or I don't know if it's the first one of the night that it won, but on my list it's the first one that I got to. Costume design. 
Is that your phone? Yeah, that was my phone. Oh, yeah. I'm turning it off right now. Duka, duka. Well, we were looking at... Uh, <laughs> That's right. We were watching videos a second ago, so you got to have the sound on. Rocket League clips. Oh, man. Uh, costume design, Mad Max. I thought it was going to be the Danish girl. Yeah. It's because it's a period piece. Yeah. This is the only one that wasn't a period piece. Yeah. And normally they kind of go for those kind of things. Yeah. I mean, I think about like last year, um, like or the last like three years, I think it's, it has been period pieces that have won the costume design. Yeah. Hmm. So Mad Max won that. Awesome. So zero points. Zero points for that. Psh, Documentary hilarious. feature. I got wrong. I said it was going to be Cartel Land. It ended up being Amy about Amy Winehouse. I was really surprised by that. Mainly because... Really? Yeah, mainly because her family... There's this big, huge hubbub about the fact that her family is like, this is not accurate at all. Yeah, but I feel like with some documentaries and with with movies based on real people's lives, a lot of times that happens. Like True. Where the people that knew them... And it, it no, maybe, okay, wait, 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 it, wait, wait, wait. Hang on. Okay, I think a lot of times that happens with movies based on right. people's lives, not documentaries that are supposed to be... I guess that's right. Yeah, you're factually right. Accurate. Yeah, you're right, Chris. You're 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 100 on. Um, so yeah, yeah, that is a surprise. Documentary short subject had no idea. <laughs> I guess wild guess. Last day of freedom. It was actually a girl in the river. The price of forgiveness. It was apparently about um, a woman who survived an honor killing. Oh wow! In like Iran or something like that. Wow. And I was like, well, if I had known Holy that, cow, Chris. <laughs> I would have been like, of course it's gonna win. Man. By yeah. the way, whenever you just described that movie, I just like I I was just like chills, and I'm just like, oh I know, my gosh. right? That's horrifying. If I described that, it's like, oh yeah, of course that one's gonna win. Horrifying! Wow. Film mm. editing. I was super surprised by this. I thought it was gonna be the Big Short. Yeah. It has super fancy film editing in it. Yep. You said Fa- they were showing off. They're they are showing off yep. in that movie, but it was Mad Max, and it's <laughs> and it's sweep of the Oscars. I have I have something written down. Like I have I have two two letters here. Oh, that's what it was. You were very confident about this one. Yeah, it was, it, I know. I have VC written down for very, very confident. confident. I know, Chris. <laughs> so my the, faith in you is is waning. The Big Short didn't no, win not. <laughs> that Oscar, but it won writing adapted screenplay. I called that one. I said it would win adapted screenplay. It's true, and it did. This is true. Foreign language film. I guessed Thebe. <laughs> a wild guess. Another wi- wild guess. Another just wild. It was Son of Saul is the way that they pronounced it awesome. at the Oscars. Makeup and hairstyling. We probably butchered the pronunciation of that one last uh, last week. Just throwing that out there. I got this one correct. It was another Mad Max, The Fury Road. I think this was the only one that you gave to Mad Max that it like. No, 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 no. no, no, no. There's another there's one. There's two others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so like all the ones that you guessed Mad Max, did you get correct? All the ones I guess, Mad Max. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, but if if people had just gone down the list and been like, like whenever you take a test and you're you haven't studied and you guess C on all of them, like statistically, you know, you're only supposed to get a fourth, but people choose C as the as the correct answer. I mean, you would have had six. Yeah. Yeah. If you just chose Mad Max, it's like you're already most of the way there. Yeah. I don't remember how, how we go from here, but uh, music original score. Yes. I said Sicario. Yeah. It was actually the hateful eight. Now, let's talk, stop for a second. Yeah, you texted me on the way home uh, from from the. Have the you party. listened to the Sicario soundtrack? I have not. We're gonna listen to some after this. Okay, for just a second, well, not the whole thing, but yeah, it's no, it, we're just gonna sit here and listen to the soundtrack. It's just a like it's a. I love it because it's like a, a super dark western soundtrack. Yeah. Okay, and it lends so much to the movie. 
That's what you said last week. You said like you couldn't imagine, like you said, it, it, if you listen to it by itself, it's maybe not the most like, musical thing, right? But it's like it lends itself, it makes the movie basically, yes, it, it makes does. it more intense and, and really builds those areas. It does. Uh, but it went to the Hateful Eight. Now the Hateful Eight, it's an actual western. It's an actual western. I, so a lot was said, and and. Uh, thrown out there about the soundtrack before I even saw the movie. So I was expe- expecting it to be fantastic. And it was kind of... I thought so it was, was whatever. It just, was it just a, uh, it a result of your expectations maybe. being built up? And then and then it, it was still masterful, but maybe not quite on the level that you had envisioned and imagined in your head. Not quite Red Dead Redemption uh, That's definitely style. true. It wasn't Dead Red Redemption. Yeah. If it had been Dead Red Redemption, Dead I would have been. Is that, a, no, is that a game? Red Dead Redemption. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> if it had been Red Dead Redemption, I would have called it as the winner. Yeah. But it was not. And so, but um, he had never won before. He's been, I forget the, the composer's name because it's not on this list. <laughs> Way to go, Academy. I, I think I got very intense on my rant at them last week. Yeah. I will say it one more time. Get your stuff together. Put the actual nominees on the website, not just the movie. Like list so the, the movie and the then thing. the and then whoever did it. It was on the full website. It wasn't on the mobile app version of the website. It's not on this list, this printable <laughs> list, so you can make your own selections. I wonder what the percentage of people that are looking at that website on desktop versus versus phone is. I bet you it's at least an even split, if not more people are looking at it on their phones than on a desktop. Yeah, but he'd never won an Oscar before, from what I understood. Um, he thanked, uh, I think he was super surprised he won, but he thanked, you know, John Williams for being such an inspiration to him. John Williams was actually there. I was like, he probably doesn't even go anymore. <laughs> he only, he's Dude. only, he only won 10% of his, his, uh, nominations. This was his 50th nomination. That's Chris. true. He has to go to his 50th. It's the big one. Yeah, that's true. He's halfway there, man. I want him to have a hundred. I, I want him to get a hundred nominations. John, that's just a lot more. I know it's insane. I don't think he even probably even wants to get 100. <laughs> He's like, that sounds like a lot of work. He's like, that's so many notes. <laughs> uh, music, original song. I got that one correct. Writings on the wall. Spectre. Boom. By Sam Smith. Sam Smith. Yeah. Production design. Sadly, I got that one wrong. I lost to Mad Max Fury Road. Incorrect, Chris. Again. No I sa- points. I said it was going to be The Revenant. Short film animated. I was confident it would be whatever Sanjay Pixar Super put team. out. Oh my Sanjay gosh! Super team. And like Sanjay Super Team is such a great short. I haven't watched the winner yet though, but uh, but loved Sanjay Super Team. A bear story one. I don't know. I'll have to, I'll have to go watch it. I mean, I, it's probably awesome. But dude, Sanjay Super Team, like that was I that was before the Good Dinosaur, right? Yeah, yeah. And it was the best part of that movie. Mm. Like it was, it, you know, really? Yeah, better than the actual movie. I liked it better than the actual movie. <laughs> wow. I mean, I liked The Good Dinosaur. I'm glad I watched it. I probably... I don't know if I'll watch it again. Yeah. Like, it's it's one that I've, I've thought about after the words where I'm like, ah, yeah, yeah, they were saying some stuff with that movie, but they were saying too many things with that movie, Chris. Yeah. Too many things. Short film live action. This is a complete guess. Stutterer. And it won. Boom! That's the, uh, that's the one that's the deciding moment, Chris. Yep. Whenever you completely guess. Uh-huh. And then it's, yeah, okay. Sound editing, I said Mad Max Fury Road. Mad Max Fury Road 1. Sound mixing, I said Mad Max Fury Road. Mad Max Fury Road 1. Boom. The Mad Maxes. Yep. Well, it's like Cody Moffat and his uh, his rating movies on a Mad Max scale. <laughs> That's true. I, I give, forgot about that. I give this movie eight Mad Maxes out of ten <laughs> Mad Maxes. 
that's amazing. What movie was that? I don't know. I think it was like Star Wars or I don't know. It was, he was rating. I don't remember what the rating was, but he was rating something on the Mad Max scale whenever uh, whenever we were reviewing Star Wars. That's so. amazing. Uh, the last one we haven't talked about yet, visual effects. I said it would be Ex Machina, and it won. Boom. Super. I think they were really surprised that they won that. Oh, yeah. They were super surprised, but I was super proud of them. Yeah, for no, I, I really love it, man. So let me let me tally. Uh, yep. So, so yeah. With actually Ex Machina, I want to want to throw out to one of my favorite uh, comic artists, Jock, who did some of the design work, mm. um, like preconceptual art design work for that, uh, mm. for, the, for Ava. The cool thing about, like, I watched you know some behind the scenes stuff and then I read an Entertainment Weekly article before the movie came out about the design of Ava and so like you know you can see through her body so you can like see the machine parts moving around and all that kind of stuff beside her and uh, I think the interesting thing about it was they were like well whenever we designed Ava like we got inspiration from and looked at all these high end luxury sports car engines because like the lines are just smooth and curved and like really organic looking kind of machines and that's what they wanted with Ava. They didn't want it to be like a robot. They wanted it to be look really really organic looking, sleek, sexy like a sports car. And I was like, "Man, that's like super super cool design." Um ideas that they're putting into this. Yeah, dude. And like like the design on that that is just so it's so stark like you're, you're like man it's so human but on the other hand it's it's also so machine well and the thing i think the, the so the, cool the thing that stands apart for me is like you just forget that this is a person in like this a suit like you don't i mean it it's one of the only things like you look at c-3po or whatever and you're just like well i mean it's a robot obviously like but i mean you don't you don't use you, you accept that this is like a robot but like this is like on a different level, you know, and it plays with your mind in, in the same way that the movie kind of plays with your mind and that they're trying to do a Turing test to determine if she's a true AI, you know, if, if she can actually like trick you into making you think that she's real. But as a viewer, you think that she's real, you know, yeah. like, and, and they do that, achieve that with visual effects to such a degree that I'm like, that's why they win the Oscar. Yeah, dude, for sure. So I've tallied all of the numbers, Chris. Yep. Out of 24 mm-hmm. Oscar num, 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 categories, <laughs> you got 13 correct. Mm. If we score half points, you got 13.5 correct. Oh, wow. And so um, we are sitting at percentages. Mm-hmm. So we take these numbers and we crunch the numbers. We send the numbers through the cruncher. <laughs> The number cruncher. <laughs> the number cruncher. Otherwise known <laughs> as your iPhone. Yeah. And we come out with, if you get 13, it is 54%. Correct. And if you get 13.5, it is 56% correct. So I was overconfident. I was too, I was wrong. Um, but you were correct, Chris. You were, you were, uh, you were underestimating yourself. Yes. You were under promising, over delivering. And, uh, I was obviously over promising and under delivering. What if just, we just say be, together, we were both correct. This is true. Like right in the middle. It was right, right in the middle of both of our, uh, both of our expectations. Yeah. I like it, Chris. It's great. It's great. So that was the, uh, the Oscar rundown. Yep. Well, it looks like that's it for this week. Yeah, great show, man. Yeah, Love it, was, it. it was a great show. Uh, next week, we're going to be reviewing Tim Cloverfield Lane. Heck yes. I, I, again, I'm in complete media blackout for this one at this point. Do you still so. have my Cloverfield DVD? I feel like I want to watch I that. I do. I'll, get, I'll, I'll give it back to you tonight. So. Okay. Have you watched it again? I haven't watched it again. John. Chris, I, I've discussed. I have had zero time. I did far too many well, things this past weekend. You can keep it and watch it if you're going to watch it. I did far too many things this past weekend. Maybe I'll give it to you like early next week, and then uh, that way you have a chance to watch it before we go see the movie. Okay. And, uh, but yeah. Maybe, maybe this weekend. Yeah, I'll watch it this weekend. Okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe, uh, maybe tomorrow. Hold it to you. Hold it to you. Just holding the DVD against my forehead.
<laughs> yes. You can find us at StayOnTargetPodcast.com on Twitter at ChrisWright250 and JohnWright777. We are taking a break from Flash on Target and Arrow on Target right now. Because, Not by our choice. Because the shows are taking a break. This is true. So uh, you can look for those to come back later this month. Also later this month, we're going to have our 150th episode. We're going to review Batman vs. Superman on the Monday before it comes out. So look for our review then. Yep, the 22nd of March. We'll try to make that one extra spoiler-free for a, uh, a large portion so that we can uh, adequately tell you whether or not you should go see this movie yep. before spending money on it. Because everyone wants to know... Is this movie going to live up the expectations that we've all thrown out there for it? So I don't know. Like, so I, I bet you it'll live up to my expectations because they might be just a little bit lower. Than, like, I've, I've purposefully set them pretty low. Please. We'll, we'll have to tell everyone that as we go in, but we'll at least tell you whether or not you should go see this movie. All right, so definitely check that out. In between, we have something happening. <laughs> well, we have Cynical Overfield Lane next week, yeah. and then the week after that. Yeah, so here's the thing. The Division comes out, but I don't know that we're going to be able to properly review it at that point. So the only thing that week, we can talk about the VR event, because the VR event, yes. the PlayStation VR event happens on the 15th. We'll have a podcast going up on the 18th. Mm. Um, so we'll so, definitely talk yeah. about that. So yeah, that'll be that'll be one of the, the mini topics we discuss on uh, podcast two weeks from So we have the next month of podcast, basically. So stay tuned for all that. We uh, value as listeners. pleased with our content as we deliver it to your ears. Other senses. What other senses are we delivering to, John? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I forgot where I was at in the, in the outro, so uh, I'll just say uh, that's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target. Target.